the story about how blacks came from glory and what we need to do in a game. Good dude, bad night, right place, wrong time, in the blink of an eye, his whole life changed. If you could feel how my face felt, you would know how Mace felt. Thank God I ain't too cool for the safe belt. I swear to God, drive a two on a sue. I got a lawyer for the case to keep us in my safe, safe. My dogs couldn't tell if I look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky. It was televised. It's been an accident like Geico. They thought I was burned up like Pepsi did Michael. I must got an angel, cause look how death missed his ass. Unbreakable, what you thought they call me Mr. Glass? Look back on my life like the ghost of Christmas past. Toys and Russ where I used to spend that Christmas cash. And I still won't grow up, I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid that I did. But I'm a champion, so I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire, spit my soul through the wire. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Jan Rock Show. I'm Jay. I'm Rock. How you doing today? I'm good, bro. What's up with you? Chilling, chilling. That's what's up. That's what's up. What we what we get into first, bro? First, first and foremost, uh, rest in peace to Black Rob, man. Oh yeah, most definitely. Bad boy legend, rap legend, mm-hmm. hip hop legend, you know. And other than that, you start with the verdict first, you know. Derek, how you say his name? Chafer, Charlie, how you say it? What, what's your thoughts on? Uh, I mean, I'm not satisfied with it. The verdict. Um, I think they didn't really do George Floyd justice. You know, um, if anybody knows about the judicial system, uh, you know that the the years that they gave him were not consecutive, which means he's only gonna have to uh, serve one of the charges. And let me think, what else? I mean, it's just it's just a whole like. I mean, black people, we as black people, we constantly like clapping, we dancing, uh, we putting music to the videos of him, like you know, walking out the door or whatever. But it's it's really not. It's sad, bro, because it was what he did. It wasn't a uh, it wasn't a federal case. It was a state case. Was it Minnesota? So he's probably gonna only have to serve maybe, maybe two. all in all, it would have been what 40, 40 years altogether. And for a federal case, it would have been 20 years, but it was a state case, so he probably won't even serve probably 10 to 12 years. Yep. Considering this is his first offense, too. So right. and it was and the judge ruled it as concurrent. So he won't he won't have to serve like all those charges. So I don't really necessarily see anything to be happy about. Like if you can kill somebody and only get 10 years, I mean it's kind of ridiculous. But you know, we gonna tap dance for it, man. Like y'all say, it's a start. So I guess you kill one of us, you only get 10 years. And he probably gonna be protected in the jails as well. So oh yeah, they already got him. And safe housing for till his sentencing and all that. And then they're gonna put him on that suicide watch and all that stuff. So, man, I mean, I was the fact that 
<laughs> I, I can't even really put the words together. I was like, I was like, okay, they closing school down for the world. I'm like, man, all right, nah, this gonna go. But even then, ten years. I mean, that's ten years still. But that's really nothing for a life for a life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's his first offense, so he got chances to appeal. He really doesn't have to serve that full sentence. Like, that's a lot to go into the system that kid destroys black people's lives and other people's lives, but it don't do that for the white people or the cops that kill. Right. So it's like, I mean, it's a joke. Be honest, it's, it's a joke. Right. And I, I really do be thinking about this. It. Like, we should really have our own, like, police that like have our own somewhat have black people have our own like police you get what i'm saying like we separate completely off from right the white people in this country just have our own land now that have our own people police our own people you know what i'm saying kind of like a hold each other accountable in a way right but even then all governments are they're not meant for the people that they say they are Especially not for us. I mean, this country wouldn't, we built this country, it wouldn't build for us. You know, like another rule part of us, like none of that, none of that stuff helps. The, the prison system don't work. They're not reforming. They're not doing none of that. People in prison, like we like we talked about with Alex and them, people working these working these jobs in prison that can make them like six, seven, eight figures on the outside, but they can't do it when they get out because, you know, first offense, you know, yeah. whatever it is. They get out, they name attached to this, and now their life is ruined. So they, they just stick to the life they know and they don't really get rehabilitated instead of, you know. Prison's supposed to be rehab, basically, you know, hey, you, you, right. you messed up, you know, so let me. I would assume it'd be like rehab, but the way they run stuff, it's not. It's slavery. I mean, it is slavery. They doing up. They're doing all this stuff, man. It's it's really rough. I didn't they didn't the poor girl got shot, you know, 15 years old. Well, I was was it Michaela? Michaela Bryant? I don't, don't want to think so. Yeah, I don't want to butcher it, but I think it was Michaela Bryant. Then a 13 year old boy that he got shot like last week. I mean, it, the fact that. But, but but at the same time, it's, it's no. I was just gonna say, I did see an image of her. Like, I'm not. Of course, I'm not justifying it. There was an image that came out of her, like wielding a knife at somebody, which doesn't mm-hmm. get used. But I, I I want like more details to the situation because like, why was she? I know they said like the girls pulled up. I guess to like you know fight or whatever, and they said she was defending herself, but. Why do you have to shoot a little girl in her chest like four times? Why you just can't pop in the leg or whatever? They train the kid. They don't. Yeah, that's trained to maim. Cause that's kind of what I was. We trained the kid. They never. And the crazy thing, we talk de-escalation and all that, but police that that's too much on. Why does police? Why does police have that big umbrella? They they traffic. They this. They this and that. Like they have so much stuff they want to policing. Instead, this would be other jobs for other people, like, you know, domestic violence, you know, this and that. They can have certain people on call for that specific job so they can go there and handle the situation, have a cop with them, just in case mm-hmm. something else. It's different. 
all that money going to them cops, they getting robo dogs. Like, they don't need that. Get a job to somebody else. Like, man, you can't you can't be nobody therapist and try to talk. Hey, man, get somebody on the phone that's their job and they can actually help. Them work they don't want to pay for it though. I mean, they paying the cops to do all this. So, I mean, they're not trained to do that. So, why are they doing it? When I'd rather have a professional come or something like, say, I have a mental breakdown and all that, and I'm sitting here distraught and all this. I don't want you calling the cops. I know he's gonna put a bullet in my head. Like, come on, why yeah, would you? Especially a cop that don't like black folk. Yeah, first of all, black folk. A lot of our last resort is calling the cops. We being honest, we try to handle. I want to handle the situation at the lowest level. I'm not. I'm not calling the cops. Just be honest. Right now, because we're on. I'm not. I don't know what exactly was the case, but I heard that was it. Michaela, Miss Bryant. I heard Bryant. She called the cops. Letting them know the girls was finna jump her. You know all of that. Right. Imagine calling the cops for help. Then next day, you know they they shouldn't kill you. You know that's that's really sad. And Another then, thing, and in the video, I, he the other girl was right there, so he wouldn't even. I know your aim is. I don't care how good your aim. You shooting, you shooting with other people at like you're not. It wasn't no de-escalate. It wasn't. He pulled up to the scene. Ten seconds. She fell on the ground. Got back up. She kept fighting. And here he go shooting. It's never, they, they thought process is never, the explanations are never good, good enough for their use of force, in my opinion. Right. Especially me being trained on all that stuff, it's, it's a plethora of ways you can handle stuff. Because you have to go through training. But obviously, the cop trained not long enough. You go through all, you go through a couple months of this, and now we're going to throw you on the street. Like, no, that's not the case. Maybe maybe they should require people to get degrees. Like, they require people to get degrees for other jobs. They should probably do that for those jobs as well. I think they look at it as, like, they think it's already, like, a dangerous job anyway. So they're trying to get whoever they can because maybe it's, like, a not, a, not a lot of people want to be cops. You know what I mean? Well, look at I've listened to this podcast, um, and the guys are basically saying the police – police those dangerous areas. You know how they you know how they say yeah police are always in they over policing black folk in dangerous neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. How is it that they over policing yet the neighborhood ain't getting no better? Are they really doing any work? Just yeah. think about that. They over policing all these areas, especially these heavily black neighborhoods that's so dangerous. But yet the numbers come out of these neighborhoods, I mean ain't nothing changed. The they ain't getting no better. It's still the same. So it just kind of makes you wonder. What are they really doing in these neighborhoods? Because neighborhoods not getting no better. The crime rate is still there. I mean, all that, you know, so they say. I'm not seeing no improvement with them over policing the area. So why is it they're just focusing on us when they could be focusing on their own people? You get what I'm saying? All right. They are, as soon as, as soon as outside, as soon as people got a taste of outside, here we go, mass shooting everywhere. Boom, here, boom, South Carolina, boom, like Massachusetts, Wisconsin. How is it that black people get pulled over on bikes for not having a 50 cent license and all that? You arresting boys for riding a bike, not bothering nobody because they don't have a 50 cent license. Then we got white people and they're shooting up schools. First of all, why do people have assault rifles? Why? I don't know. You can go, the, the thing is, which is weird, like, you have to get a, a, a what is it, a concealed, uh, what is it, concealed permit or something like that for just handguns. You don't have to do it for assault rifles, I guess, because you can't hide a, um, an assault rifle. 
why do we need assault rifle? That's a military weapon. What are we shooting over here in America? I could understand if people like we we go to water tomorrow. I could understand like really warfare. Okay, cool. That's not happening right now. A handgun is good enough, but Jack, people want to walk around here with ARs and RPG. Like, what do you need that for? What are you scared of? America, such a scared of a black revolt, bro. They scared of oh, they, they, oh yeah. I mean, they ain't they ain't nothing. I mean, so the best thing for us to do is black. I mean, a lot of this stuff on plot us anyway. I mean, go ahead and buy. We might as well buy assault rifles too. Think about it. Buy assault rifles, gun. I mean, I'm not a gun person, but hey, if they got it, why can't we get it? I mean, we black though. We we seen as public enemy number one. Of course. Sooner or later, we're gonna have all that. Well, I mean, whenever it happens, cool. But it's it's, it's head on, it's head on collision. Let me ask you a question: You fighting in the war? Absolutely. To so black versus white, you you. Hey, it's. They get it. That's what I'm talking about. Cause it's it's mine versus theirs. I care more about mine than I do about theirs. They don't care about us. At all. Like respectfully, what is the last? What is the last thing a white friend has done? Have they spoken up against any of this? Have they done this and that? Have they like none of the white friends I was cool with ever like I ain't heard them like speak up or like you know say anything about what's going on. And then when you call out white privilege, they like, oh man, I'm not privileged. I live on a farm, this and that. Well, dummy, I mean, you still have a privilege, even though you may have grown up broke. We broke and we are not privileged. They they think it's a physical thing though. It's more like a mental. Yes. You put all right, we submit two applications. They see both of us. They were gonna look at my name, Jalen. You know, that's a, that's that's a nigga. I mean, that's a it's a Negro. I'm not right. Oh, his name. Oh, okay. Jake and Austin. Okay. I can have more experience, but yet because I'm I'm black. I'm, I'm not gonna get certain jobs. I'm not gonna get intentionally to certain rooms. And you think about it, it's always a no matter what we do, we can go to the park, read a book, here go a white person harassing us. Oh, what are you doing? And what are you doing over here? What are you we could be walking in our own neighborhood? Like this nice neighborhood, my grandparents, we could be walking in a nice neighborhood. I can go walking right now. Somebody could just come out and say, hey, what are you doing in this neighborhood, boy? Like what? No matter what we do, sitting at home, we are at the park reading a book, exercising, out to eat. No matter what we do, it's always a problem with black folk. Right. It always is. And I mean, the fact that when we had these conversations to make people uncomfortable, they know they're wrong. So I like making people uncomfortable, especially when it comes to these certain subjects. Yeah, I'm not privileged. I'm not this and that. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not racist. I don't, yeah, hey, okay. That sound good now, but what are you doing to make change? Use, I, use your privilege to speak up for those that can't, you know, be heard. But at this point, I'm I'm not even I really don't care for people to speak up for them because I want I want us to do for ourselves. That and I and that's what I wanted to say. Like, I think that's the only way you know we can really like elevate. Like we like we always say like for a person to understand like his or her survival is at stake, they have mm -hmm. to be like stripped of everything, you know what I mean? At the lowest point. And it goes to say like, like when, when an adult or something, or like my mother be like, don't give homeless people money because 
you enabling them. If they hungry, they'll go, they'll go do what they gotta do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. When a person like is at their lowest, bro, they do anything. That's when survival mode kick in. And I think we gotta be pushed to like a survival mode. I think we almost there. Oh, for sure. Things yeah. getting chipped in their own house, for sure. Brianna Taylor was in her own house. They already had Buddy locked up. And I think that's the cops are held to this much higher standard than the regular civilian. Yet when they make a mistake like that, you go into a person's house and you shoot and kill somebody, yet you already had a person in custody, yet nothing happens. That makes absolutely no sense. Well, the police, they, they're a gang, though, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at how they came to be. They're the slave patrol. I mean, well, that's not, come on, slave patrol. I mean, that's not, that that's, that speaks for itself. Then every, like, come on, man. You look at the history of America, this country, some bush. <laughs> it's some bull. Like, everything we didn't do, like, segregation, all that. Our grandparents went through that segregation, integration, all that. Like, so, what is, yeah, you they you think integration was like the worst thing that happened to black people? Because I think that I ain't gonna hold you. I think uh, Martin, Martin Luther King even said that. He said, I may have led my people into a burning building because I, you know, as we always say on almost every show, like if stuff not genuine, bro, then you don't need to be a part of it simply because you can't you can't force yourself on people, bro. You can you can do it. You can integrate, but that, that they don't want you there. So it's not really you're not really you know what I'm saying. No changes being made. Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. Excuse me. I mean, wanted to. That's another. We so forgive. We want. We just want to be treated equally. It's like we want to be treated equally, man. But they not even treating us with half of. No. Half respect or with no human right like when you look at America I mean you see how they treat the rest of the world they going in the country stealing this stealing that and then how they treat their own backyard man it's it's tough I mean I look at like if we could as black people get half of America you know one half or you know whatever right and just have our own police you know have our own stuff it would be nice, but I don't. I don't think that would happen unless we really, like you said, we really have a, like a, a war, like a real full out war. I think. I think we, you know, this this hatred for ourselves has been embedded like for so long. I'm not sure we can do that, bro. Because everybody, like, it's just we just a hating ass like people now, bro. Like, and it's not necessarily our fault, but we got to be the ones to dig ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. We don't trust, like, we don't trust each other at all, bro. Like, because <clears throat> I was listening to, um, to you know, Dame Dash earlier, and he was saying, Nori asked him, he was like, why did y'all, why did uh, y'all name it Rockefeller? And he was saying, because we wanted to be like the white people. Not the, not the shit on black people, but we wanted to show white people we gonna get the same money as y'all we we gonna we gonna do what y'all do. We gonna make a monopoly just like Rockefeller did. 
with oil and everything. And that's why I like, <clears throat> I got so much respect for people like Dame Dash who, who, who you know what I'm saying? He got aroused, paused by putting everybody on, like helping everybody. Like he said something like, if if I'm a billionaire, no, no, I'm I'm gonna change. He said, if I pull up to the club in the nicest, flyest car, and my homies, twenty of them walking, then that make me look, you know, what I'm saying iffy. But if we all pull up in equally, you know, what I'm saying expensive cars, not only does that make them look good, that make me look good too. So it, it's got to be more people like that. But people like that get blackballed. You know what I mean? Like, don't nobody work want to work with Dame Dash. He don't take no bull either. He don't. Right. And he, he, he talks about, like, <clears throat> he would do stuff for people knowing that it would, it could either hurt him or not help him at all. Like, he talked about, um, <clears throat> I think Nori had a meeting with um, Kevin Lyles. And Kevin Lyles was going to give him a budget. This was at Def Jam, man. Kevin Lyles was going to give him a budget of, around 30, 35, $40,000. And Nori said he was cool with that. But Dame, Dame came in, he busted on the meeting and said, bro, you giving him 30, $40,000, but y'all just gave Mariah Carey 500,000 in advance of a budget of 500,000. You know what I mean? Y'all giving J-Lo 300,000. And he ended up getting 175,000, bro. So it, it, you gotta be the type of person <clears throat> that's willing to sacrifice stuff. Like Dame said, people like Lior, they used to put like locks on the door because they know he would like bust in and try to, you know, put the artist on game and everything, bro. But you need people like that. For sure. I mean, I would love to work with Dame. I mean, he's not gonna take no bull job. Like like Lee Dane was the guy that made pressures and all those, all that stuff. Dame gave him like two million. Yeah, like two million. And brought and bro went ghost on Dame. And they had a concert, a Diana Ross concert. Right. Dame walked up on his man, said, You foul, you wrong. And bro said, I know I'm wrong. Let me get back to you another time. I shouldn't Dame shouldn't have to chase you down to get his money. Right. I just he did out the kindness of his heart, but still as a businessman, he also said. Lee Dane said, I'm gonna give you your money back if you, you know, you front this money. Bro made precious. You know how big precious was when it dropped? A fabulous oh, movie. It was a classic movie. It's a classic movie. Monique played, just played her app. Like that movie was amazing. And then here, here you go, the man that helped a lot of this stuff become possible. You're not, I don't give him his money back. Right. And then I don't know if you ever seen that. When Dane walked in on that meeting at Def Jam, they try to have a meet without without him about yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yeah, he busted. How y'all been meeting about my artist and he not even Def Jam? How you then? How are all these people talking about the culture when you don't know nothing about our culture? How is it that we get these people so much power about about our product and our art and our artistic ability, but yet we don't want to, you know? Like Dame, Dame should be blackball, period. He may not go by everything right, but he has good intentions. Right. I would work with him any day. And now he's doing he got his own app, he got all that own stuff, black movie, he, he doing all that. He so was, I mean I think Dame Bash, he was definitely like before his time though. Oh, for sure. 
sure. Like Platinum Four is a classic movie, bro. They got some joints. Like real talk. They got a lot of joints. He he changed the game forever. Had rappers and singers in the movie. Like, come on. That's when they really start to see, you know, rappers starting to get in the movies and all that. That's when you see them starting to have their own clothes and all that. Because they were really the blueprint. They didn't start doing that stuff to, you know, Rockefeller started doing that. But yeah, man, it's. Yeah, we collectively, Black folk, we just have to come together. Well, sooner or later, we're going to have to come together regardless. Because that head on collision is, is sooner than later. I don't know when. I don't have no time to take maybe 20 years, 30 years from now. But that it's eventually going to happen. It's inevitable. I think it was inevitable, inevitable since segregation or integration around that time, whenever. It took us years to get our, you know, a dip of toe in the pool, at least, you know. We started to make our own money, you know, started to build our own empires, but we're going to have to really fight to have our own. Because even if we, you know, get our own land or whatever, they still going to somehow, some way, try to cut our legs from underneath us to monitor what we do. Just like how they monitor everybody else in the world, Russia and all them, you know, all that stuff. So it's, the world is just an evil place. Right? And sooner or later, people have to stop. You can see the good in people, but it's only so much good you can see before you have to say, hey, I have to protect my eyes, you know? Right. No, I, I definitely agree, bro. It's just, uh, you try to keep like a, a positive light, like for the yeah. future, but it's like the way things looking and like, the hate that people push and it's like, is it even, is there a chance for it, you know? Because our people are so like money hungry. Mm -hmm. My worst fear is being broke. It was a time where my worst fear was like not having money. But as I got older, I was like, I really don't care. Like if I'm doing something I love and I know it can, I'm not worried about money like no more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm worried about what making me like what makes me happy. Like he was telling Nor, he was like, How rich is a billionaire who ain't happy? You know what I mean? He was saying, like, all these rich people killing themselves. He said, You know how upset and like sad about life you gotta be to like kill yourself. And I, I watched his other video, it was like you can buy a house but you can't make it a home. Okay. You can buy a bed, but you can't, you can't purchase sleep. You know what I mean? You could buy a watch, but you can't buy time. You get what I'm saying? So we have to start like really reevaluating like what we, you know what I'm saying? What we value in this, in this world. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we do. That, that comes with time and patience, meditation. That comes with all that. You really just, not necessarily, I mean, for most people, it come at a low time when you really start to evaluate stuff. But, I mean, some people evaluate it at high points too, but. All right. 
that's that I think that comes with finding yourself as well. But yeah, but I mean, back to the verdict and all that stuff. I mean, it is what it is. I don't they, I mean they they're gonna start trying to do this more often. They probably gonna start trying to convict more cops and I mean, blah 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 blah. But I mean it's it's the damage is it's too much damage. I mean you can't it's nothing worth fixing. And then they, they, gonna put, they can throw as many cops as they want in prison. I'm never going to feel any safer. And then and then they then they like recording the family at like during the verdict and all. It's like just corny, shit, corny emotional bullshit. It's like just I don't even. It's like it looks crazy, bro. Like it's all shit as a show, man. I, ain't, I don't give a fuck about no black folk, man. Oh, they don't care about no black folk. Or... Yeah, man, well, let's, let's brighten this movie up, goddamn. Let's, yeah. let's go to uh... every episode. Somebody else getting killed by the fucking police. That shit is literally, cool. literally every episode is some black every... trauma. Literally every week. Literally every week. Right, let's get into the NBA talk. The world. How about how we feeling right now? We what we like. 12 games out from the playoffs, something like that. Mother Lake Show. Yeah, we about, what, four weeks, I think? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I, I feel, I feel, I don't know. I feel pretty good. We, we'll see how AD, you know, does tomorrow. But um, I think, I think we got an okay, we got an okay team. I think <clears throat> Rob and Lincoln did an excellent job of putting more um athletes around LeBron, you know, uh, more younger players or whatever, but as I look at the scope of, you know, the NBA now, I'm not sure what the Nets are going to do. You know, James Harden is out indefinitely with the hamstring. Um, KD hasn't played six straight games in almost two seasons. Uh, you know, Kyrie, you know, is is now Muslim. So, you know, you ne- you're not going to really know when he's in or out. Um, and they have no bench at all. You know what I think? The people people say that the Nets can fix the defense, but a lot of times with defense, it's not about so much, you know, effort. A lot of times teams don't have great defensive players. Like their personnel isn't great. You know what I mean? As far as defense. Now, do I think they offense could possibly, you know, help out with that? Yeah, but when you go into the playoffs, bro, you're dealing with now some of the best coaches in the league. You're dealing with, you know, the game is slowing down or whatever. So, I mean, we'll 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 definitely see. I'm not I'm not really sure who who um you know competing with us. You know, as far as Lakers, I'm not worried about us. I'm also making sure LeBron AD healthy. AD probably ain't gonna do too much tomorrow. You know, they probably. He's a man that Frank Vogel You know, Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel be on that beer sometimes. But I mean, that's, that's what I'm still up another day. As far as the Nets go, I'll be watching the game. Kyrie is basically carrying the offense. And then when the bench come in, it's more so the Jeff Green show. So basically, it's just Kyrie and Jeff Green right now. <laughs> that's how I'm looking at it. And then James being out indefinitely. Even then, with that whole team together, their defense lacks a lot. If they come up against Joel Embiid or Giannis in the like in the in the postseason in the paint, 
they gonna get destroyed every time. Right. They lack interior defense. That's I think that's the biggest thing. The, the only the only I say that let me just say this. The only thing that really scared me about the Nets is that they only one game out of the first seed. Like with all of that stuff, they only one game out of the first seed. I mean I know it's the ease, but you know. I mean, that is East, you know. I mean, I mean, they, I mean, they won some games. I mean, I give them that, mm-hmm. but oh, I don't know. I'm not. Don't get wrong, KD, Kyrie today. I ain't gonna leave KD, Kyrie, and James. They know how to play some ball. I mean, I'm not. I'm not too much sold on you know. That that squad in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, no disrespect to slight to the Nets uh, fans and all that, but. I've, I've been watching them all season. They have never beat any team defensively this year. It's always been outscoring the other teams. Much like I've never seen the Nets really play defense. Zion was carving them up in the inside last night. Pause. I mean, don't get me wrong. Zion a bad dude. Like, like he, like he, he's the hype. I mean, he he gonna get his buckets regardless. Right. Dude, I was, what I was watching him do in the paint was ridiculous. I seen him use a right hand for the first time on the next one. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, it's, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I, to be honest, I, I'm pulling for Philly to come out. I ain't going to lie. I want to see Philly come out on, on top of the East. And then as far as the West goes, I'm not I'm not worried about nobody in the West either. You know. and, for, and think about this. Think about how long LeBron and AD been out, and we still rank number two in defense. That's what I'm glad about too. I like how have we how have we lost LeBron and our defensive leader AD? How have they been at all these consecutive games? We still rank number two in deep. Like, like come on, like, come on, man. That's how we rob. Let's let's be real. Then I watched us play all these other teams. I'm like, our guys are playing good. I like when Kuzma played confident because that that's when his game is flowing. You know, he hit the three. You know, he he looked he looked good when he played confident. Right. I think my biggest thing for Kuzma is trying to figure out his role with LeBron and AD on the floor. Because sometimes he don't be playing kind of, he be trying to force the game. I guess he be trying to impress LeBron and AD, but he didn't got to do that. Like, yeah. It was a couple times in the playoffs, the finals last year, when he played off the ball. And, you know, he, he, I guess he, he played with confidence a couple times in the playoffs last year. He just looked real good. And I'm glad he was able to find that, you know. Well, what you saying? No, I was just gonna say, bro. When you don't have, when you're not allowed that many touches, because you you are playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you gotta get yourself like you gotta put yourself in position. To, you know what I'm saying? Get the ball more, as you've seen in the playoffs. He was, you know what I'm saying? He he got better to me. I don't know how you feel about it. He got better to me. Like when cutting, you know, him him understanding that, you know, um. If I if I drive, LeBron kicks it to me, and I'm already at the rim, and I know who's under there. I just I could just toss it to AD. It's just like simple stuff that he's learning. So he's getting better. I think a lot of it was people were trying to push that star label on him, and now he's just. I think he's he has career lows and points, you know, offense. But as far as defense, he's got career highs. So it's kind of even and out, and he's becoming like a pretty good NBA player. And that's my thing with Kuzma. Kuzma is not a, a good defensive player, but he tries, which I really appreciate. Like he, even though he looked kind of, I can't really describe how he looked on defense. It's like he kind of, he like like a young like huh, like huh, yeah like, yeah you know that's kind of like, like, young, young dude. 
Yeah, but I mean, I mean, with Kobe being, you know, Kobe retiring all that stuff for Kuzma, you know, and all that stuff. Right. That's good that he got to play with probably the, the best IQ in basketball right now, LeBron, you know, right. and he can learn our stuff. And then you got AD, who should have won the Prince Play of the Year last year, in my opinion. I'm still still high down that hill, but right. it's a lot of stuff he can learn from those two guys right now, you know. So I cool and then Kuzma contract. I think this might be Kuzma last year on his contract or something like that before they have. I think we're gonna see if we're gonna re-sign him or what. But I I, I like Kuzma. I mean, he's not Brandon Ingram or nothing like that, but Kuzma, he he the right fit for it. I know a lot of people are shitting on him and all that stuff. But I mean, I'll never show him. I mean, don't get me wrong, he I mean I get my jokes off on him, but we really got a solid squad. We got KCP, the finals MVP. I mean, you got Taylor yeah, Tucker. He played we amazing. Got I was just saying he played amazing in the finals. KCP, he played streaky all playoff scene. Like but once he got the KCP stepped up. And then he had he the reason we beat the Utah Jazz on last week. Hello, early this week. He yeah, had like, like 20 like, Yeah. He went, he I think he moved up number five on the Lakers all the time, three point less, whatever. I mean, when you look at the squad we got, even though we don't have the size like we did last year. We also picked up a good post play in Montreal's hair. He he kind of undersized, but he plays above the rim, which is amazing. I see them watching. He got a post. He got a shot. I mean, so right. I think it'll be good. And then with Andre Drummond signing, Andre biggest thing, but what I see, he gonna have to stop trying to do all the. He be dribbling a little bit too much for me, but I mean, he got a he got a solid game. I mean, he can get he can go get us a ten and ten game every game, you know. Right. We straight. I'm not. I'm not too much worried about nobody in the West beating us. If anything, I'm. I'm I want to see what the Suns gonna do in the playoffs. I think that's. A, I ain't worried about the Suns. I'm worried about the Suns just because of um, CP3. Just because. Yeah, nah, I, I love Devin Booker, but I don't think he like. I nah, I ain't said Devin. I said CP3. CP. Yeah, no, CP3 is fire, but I don't think he gonna be like. I'm more worried about the Clippers than the, than the um. What do the Clippers have? I don't. It's just something about Rondo, man. Like, oh, yeah. Know. You think about it. We worried about two. I'm worried about the the, the Spurs because they got CP3, one of the greatest point guards of all time. Then you right. think about Rondo, one of the greatest point guard mind like all. That those are the, those are okay. So them the two teams. That's what I'm worried about the Suns. You worry about the Clippers because they have Rondo. Rondo right. shot at their points per game, they assists per game, like so. Cause really, Rondo helped us win that chip. You think about it. Rondo came in and he had threes. He setting up AD with it. I mean, but then again, the Clippers bench ain't like our bench too. So I don't know. I ain't. I ain't worried about Utah really. I ain't. I don't know. I ain't seen them show up in playoffs since '98. Something like that. So I ain't worried about them. I'm not worried about them neither. Yeah. All they got is D Mitchell. And what's the name? But he, ain't, mm -hmm. I don't think he's doing too much. Yeah, I, I think the East gonna have a big out brawl this year. That's what I think. I think I think the East Eastern Conference playoffs gonna be pretty good. The West, I don't, I'm not I'm not sold on the West. I don't know. Depending on who we play first round, let's see. Are we we like fifth seed? Let's see. 
So that means AD come, AD come back tomorrow. So Brian should be coming back within the next one or two weeks, something like that. Okay. We we in pretty we in pretty good position. I just want him to get some games on his belt before we go into the playoffs. That's all I'm worried about. I'm definitely gonna watch if the Knicks stay at the fish. I'm definitely gonna watch that playoff series. I, I like the I like I like watching them play. Julius and RJ RJ done got his feet up on them, so I like them. All right, now do you think the Warriors are gonna squeeze into the playoffs? Um, Stephen playing. Stephen, uh, he been playing. He been playing his ass off offensively, but he has career lows and like everything else, like defense, rebounds, steals, and all that shit. So probably I want to say yeah, just because I love Steph Curry. But probably if they do a play, a play, a play-in tournament or whatever with that ninth seed, I think they could kick somebody out just simply because of him. But I don't. I don't want to see. I mean, because he's going to get kicked out of the first round. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to see that. You think they'll lose to Utah? Yes, because I, yeah, I, I say yeah simply because they don't have enough shooting. Okay. And if we stay where we at now, we'll probably, we're probably going to play the Nuggets in the first round. Yeah, and they lost my boy. So you talking about Grant and They lost Grant and Jamal. I would have paid Grant his money. I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't let him get away. But yeah, if they were healthy, man, it, it, I'm gonna say this: it's something about Aaron Gordon, man. Like Orlando wasn't using him correctly. I think the Nuggets, man, you turn him to like a little like you know defender type. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, because his his athleticism is crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like six nine, right? Six nine, something like that. Jesus. So we really don't have nothing to worry about because they lost their killer. So what a second killer. So I, ain't, I ain't too much worried about it. Unless Michael Porter Jr. like have a coming out party. And I ain't worried about Ooh. that. You talking about Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was talking crazy. Michael Porter Jr., yeah. I mean, I ain't worried about them either. Really, I mean, if you look at the seat the Jazz number one, Suns two, Clips three. Nuggets four, we five, Trailblazers six, Mavs seven, and Grizzlies eight at the moment. So I mean, you know, it's really nothing to worry about. <laughs> I'm really not worried about making it out of the West. No. Yeah, I mean, I, and hopefully Lamelo come back because I would definitely love to see how he would play in the playoffs. Because right now they sitting two games in front of the Pacers, so. Dang. I know they're gonna have a plan, but still, I mean, it would not see how he's gonna play. He he came in the league killing it, so yeah, I, I like his game. The Celtics ain't look like the Celtics all season, but I mean, they sitting at the six seed right now too. But I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good year for basketball. I think so. These last couple of years have been really good. Like the near, like. We had some disappointments as far as like the Clippers and like the Lakers or whatever, but as far as like narratives, it's been some of the like greatest narratives ever. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Like the Knicks is back, like people, you know what I'm saying? Uh can the Clippers, you know, redeem themselves? Uh <laughs> Philadelphia, they're ready to take their next step. 
can the Lakers repeat? Just been like, you know, is, is does Utah have something to say? Does Denver is Denver ready to take that next step? Which I thought they really was, bro. Because oh my God, Jamal, whew, that's a bad boy. Yeah, that was a big. That was a big hit for them. I remember the first time I went to go see them play when I was in Colorado. Boy, man, <laughs> would drop fifty point. You talking? About, I ain't never seen the ball go through that many times. God, man, it's bad, man. Yeah, but I'm like, I like the Sixers come out of the East because they got a nice squad. They got some good. They got some guys that can go on the team. I don't know if you watch some of them games and shit, but they can. Them boys can go shake milk, and then they got that defense defender. What's his name? I forget the guy's name, but that's the defender they got on that team. He can go too. So. His name started with like a TH. Man, what's that boy's name? Oh, what the, who, who you talking about? The, uh... There's some guy that played for the second. Let me see what his name is. Oh, you talking about Tybal? Yes. Yeah. Well, I like his. He, that boy plays some defense. What school did he go to? He went to um... Washington. Hmm. He's six five with a six number wings. God damn. Yeah, he he go crazy. They was pushing. They wanted him to be defensive player yeah, in the beginning of the season. I wouldn't go that far, but you know. <laughs> I really want to see Philadelphia make it to the finals. That's what I would love. That. Six is back in the finals. It's great narrative. It's just a great narrative. Like, you know, Joel and Anthony, like they they fight for the, who the best big man. Put up or shut up. You know what I'm saying? And then the narrative of LeBron, you know, they calling Ben Simmons, yo, he get a jump shot. That's all they say on first take ESPN. He get a jump shot. He LeBron 2.0. You know what I'm saying? I really, you know what I a lot of people disrespect um the guy that what's the guy that's hurt? Um Play for the Clippers. He played for Pistons. Now he played for the 76ers. Uh, he hurt right now. Number 12. We, we, we just said it. Um, What's his name? Tobias. Tobias. Oh, yeah. Man, he's, I'm telling you, bro. I like his game. Oh, yeah. I like his game. He's like a, he's like a, 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 a lesser Carmelo Anthony. If you, if you watch him play. Yeah, I mean, he got game. And I want us to goddamn, I want to see what Dwight going to do. I mean, he, he, Dwight is a good pick. Dwight, not Dwight, but he was a good, he a good pickup for any team. If you really look at it. Right. Like, you look at it for us. Look what he did for us at the playoffs. Getting blocks, dunking. Re, like, he was doing everything he needed. He was doing his job to get that ring. And when I watch Kobe the Philadelphia game, he do his job, you know, to, to get it done. But I don't Can, think Dwight really gonna show up into the playoffs. Do you think Dwight Howard was probably one of the greatest athletes of all time, bro? I mean, this, this guy's physique, man, is just I never seen a homo. I never seen a guy chiseled like that at that. You know what I'm saying? Just maybe Carl Malone, but I mean, to be in that type of shape, bro, it's just with all those injuries and stuff, it's crazy. And he really changed over like, like once he like came to us, you really seen how small he got. He lost like he lost some weight. And then he right. got. Like, I don't know. Cause Dwight been like this his whole career. I mean, I know when I went watch him play. He played in Orlando. He was a 
he was much bigger than he is now, but right. it's amazing how a guy, his size and height can, you know, do what he does, bro. Right. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. These narrows that we that we can push, uh, it's looking good. To see the Knicks in the playoffs is crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Who would have thought these boys started off rough this year? Now look at them. Oh yeah, the Knicks. Uh, I mean, the Knicks and Warriors started off pretty bad this year. I mean, cause that coach ain't bullshitting with them, man. That coach ain't bullshit with them. And if they play Atlanta first round, I, I don't know. Mm, I don't know how many games that's gonna go. It'd be interesting to see. Hmm? Did they play who? I'm sorry. They're going to play Atlanta first round. Oh, that that's – personally, I think that's – oh, that's a, that might be a good matchup, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh my God. God. And the Bucks going to play the Celtics first round. Celtics ain't looking hot to me. I don't know what it is, but if Jalen and Tatum ain't doing that, they just don't look like them. But. So it's going to be the Sixers and Hornets. Heat and Nets, Bucks and Celtics, and Hawks and Knicks. Damn. I think the East gonna put up a better playoff performance in the West this year. I don't know. I just because when when you said the Hawks, I was thinking about oh Trey Young. I was like, damn, they got Collins. What they got? They got Herder. They got a uh, Redding. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they got? Did they get a uh, Ilya Sova? Or Ilya Sova? Ilya Sova on Utah, right? Yeah, Utah. Okay. It's another. It's a dude. They, they got. They got a shooter though. They got a. Bond, 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 Bond. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could have got him. Yeah, the Hawks got some players. It's gonna be interesting to see how they play out in the seven game series. Um, Man, that's gonna be good. I guess whoever step up defensively. Yeah. That's how it's looking. And it's gonna be. Hopefully, health, Jimmy Butler healthy and all that. See how they go up against. Them. Hopefully, KD and James Harden come. I think that's the be. I want to see how they, how they gonna do. But with that that James news that I heard yesterday, I don't know. Hey, and a lot of people don't understand. James Harden don't take off no games, bro. He don't do that. So I'm hopefully, this- he ain't tearing nothing. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Cause I don't want to. If we gonna win, I want us to win like kicking the ass. I don't want it to be cause, you know, motherfuckers hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Who said they going? <laughs> I think fully healthy. They 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 beat the uh, they beat the uh seventy sixes. Oh, no, I I would I love to see it though. I ain't gonna lie. A dog fight conference finals and next first sixes. You got Ben Harris and Joel, and you got Katie, Kai, and Jane. I don't know. Nice to see, though. I'll tell you that. And I don't know music. How you feel about the music so far this year? I, ain't, I mean, we ain't got too much rap or nothing. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I've been looking for some rap music. But... I mean, <sighs> It's as far know, as R&B go, we done got some good music, I tell you that. R&B, yeah. Most For definitely, sure. with, you know, Jasmine still out. Man, her vocals is... 
next level. But as far as like, you know, I don't, it's been like a, this whole year been kind of like a, it's kind of like the takeover for the new generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you see like Pooh Shiesty, 1017 versus everybody. Uh, Dirt been going stupid this year. Uh, baby going crazy. Little baby going crazy. It's just, it's just, it's, it's new. It's new. Uh, Millennium is, is, is taking over, bro. Of course, you still got. Oh, I can I almost forgot. Um, Griselda. They still going stupid, but I don't think you're gonna really see a lot of young guys pop as far as like lyricists no more. I I, I, don't, I don't think that's coming unless they got some classic shit coming. You know what I mean? But it, it's too. It's too. Like listening to listening to Big's bird, like streams kind of. I ain't gonna say it fucked up the game, but it's no more like. I don't know. Every it it's, it's everything is snippet. Everything is you know what I'm saying. Somebody leaking somebody music. Everything is, you know what I mean. There's no more punches in the mouth no more. Like like two DMX albums. You know what I'm saying. To have that and not know it's coming. You know he's going to drop, but you ain't know he's dropping that. And it's just, it's no more excitement as far as, like, music is, like, it's a high now. You know what I mean? It's no more, like, how can I say this? I was just listening to Janet Jackson. I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, the times, you know, it take the right music like that and, the, like, the feeling. Like, I don't think we'll ever get, like, music like that again. Like, the songwriting, like. Like a lot of them, a lot of them songs back in the day, that you know people people like, but people don't forgot about it and stuff like that. Like them would be hits. Like either today, them would be like, like on the Billboard for like months. But you know we don't. I don't know this. I and I say our generation as well. We just don't. I think we don't put a value on the art of it. Just more the high we get off of the music, which I can respect because. What you gonna do after the greatest era? You know what I'm saying? That that ninety, what probably like ninety four to probably like what two thousand and like five six. <clears throat> like what do you do after? Like you know what I mean? Can't you can't outdo that? But go ahead, cause you biting at the chops, nigga. Because when you think about it, they before like hip hop R and B like Janet, Mike, Prince, all. Think about all those guys. They set the bar so high. Right. Like you're right. How do you how do you follow up all these classic? Think about how many classic albums came out of that 90s era, 80, late 80s, like 2000. Think about how many classic. And now today, we, you know, it ain't too many classic albums being dropped, you know, as right. a recent period. You know, it's kind of it's different. And then you look at, like like you said, you listen to the old Janet Jackson, old Nita Baker, Aretha, whoever you listen to, they don't even talk on the tracks no more. You know how like they had it like that, that one minute break where they just talking to whoever they, you know, whoever they, whoever they wrote the song, they just talking to the track. Like, they don't, they don't do that no more. They don't, I mean, there's some great songwriters out here now, but they not, I feel like they not, 
they're not using their they're not reaching their potential. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's so much. There's so many new guys coming out. And I think, like somebody was saying the other day, it was like everything kind of sounding, no disrespect to anybody drop. It's everything starting to sound the same. Ain't nobody trying to venture out and create their own way. Right. Only people that's really doing that is Cole, Crits, you know, Kendra, you know those guys remain true. Like you said, there ain't too many guys, lyrical guys. I mean, Corday is probably only the newer, one of the newer guys actually trying to stick with, you know, that lane. And he dropping something tonight. So I'm, I'm going to check that out and see how that is. Who? Cole? No, Corday. Okay. Now, Cole, I don't know when we're going to get some new Cole. I know Kendrick's supposed to be going, he's supposed to be doing a concert sometime in July. So I would assume we get some new Kendrick music soon enough, too. And then, like with the Griselda guys, I mean, I expect them to keep doing what they did last year. Just keep, you know, taking over, getting, you know, blowing up even bigger and bigger. Then Conway debut um, debut album, I don't know when Shady going to release that, so we'll see how that goes, too. You think he's going to have a whole verse on this? I, I would love to hear a whole with Griselda. I don't know which I don't know which Griselda member gonna get the whole feature first, but I would assume that Conway played the whole album and Hope probably said, you know. Come on. When you fam, I don't know when Hope gonna drop the album, but I know he working on it. You know, kind of we talked about with that Benny thing. Benny he had, hey, come to LA, man. I got something we can work on. Right. It sucks when your favorite rapper or my favorite rapper all the time. Like he out here doing such great stuff with the other people, you know, you know, activism, you know, this and that, getting you know, about it. Like Brian even Brian gave us albums since 2017. It was full, full, full classic. Can I can I say something real quick? I had seen something on Instagram where he had it was a bar where Jay-Z said, um, he is like Blue was my greatest creation. You know, you know what song that was? I, I'm not sure. It might have been on that new that uh Beyonce album. Where he said blue, he said something like blue is my, you know, his daughter or whatever, blue Ivy. He's yeah. like, blue is my greatest creation. And somebody broke that shit down on TikTok. He was like, he was like uh Jay-Z. Jay-Z was he wasn't talking about um Damn, how did they explain that shit? And he was explaining where she got her name from. So you look at it, you got the first blueprint, right? You got yeah. number two, gift and a curse, and you got blueprint three. His daughter is blueprint four. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. His daughter, he said his daughter is blueprint four. You get what I'm saying? Because the Roman numerals for IV is what? I mean, for four is IV. And the greatest blood. That nigga the greatest. That nigga whole was crazy. Like, what do you. How do you even think of that? What's wrong with this man? 
How do you even think of that blue eye? That nigga, that ain't even go through my head. He's an alien. I mean, I mean, I'm biased when it comes over. I mean, he he's nice all the time. I don't care nobody saying dude, man. But his lyrics are so dense. And when he's he, you can't even really describe his lyrics, you know, because they can have one meaning, but also have another meaning within that bar and all that. Right, right. And I, it, you know, as I listen to his most recent stuff, like that album he did with Beyonce and like 444, he really been talking about this stuff since Reasonable Doubt dropped, but he was hitting on so much, so much stuff. And then you listen to his speeches when he does do a feature, it's like, this man is 50 some years old, still rapping better than half, if not all the rappers rapping right now. Yeah, verse of the year. Verse of the year for- What it feel like to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, ain't, I haven't heard a verse that didn't hit, that didn't stuck with me like, of course his verse. Cause how do you start? How do you start a verse like Scorpion Bricks way before Ori's double disc? 40 on my lap, clap, sound like 40 did the mix. Come on, man. And then I was to that Drake feature he had. He's like, I'm a I'm a god to these dope boys. How you not be a whole fan? Like, well, you think Hove has touched and done everything that most people would. Bro made it from the slum, so drugs, now he's a businessman, like. Now he's doing stuff for his community. Like, you just gonna say something? No, I was about to say, what feature uh, is that? Uh, what feature is that album? I mean, what? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, what, what Drake album? feature? Yeah, what album was that? <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> the one he rapped about and what it feels like. And first, first of all, we were robbed of so many Nipsey and Hove tracks. Like, I think they would have done great things together. I mean, it's unfortunate that they weren't able to actually work on something while, you know, Nick was loud. Right. But we were robbed of that. But, man, how do you, how you 50 years old, you still talking like that? The young in spirit, that's what I think. Like, Jay-Z is like the only rapper really aging like, I mean, I don't want to say, it's only, there's only really two rappers that are 50 and aging like wine, if you get what I'm saying. Like Black Thought and Jay-Z are only rappers I can think of that's aging like wine. Because rap is the <laughs> rap is the youngest, you know, rap is like the youngest genre. Hip hop, rap. Right. It's a young man. Yeah, but KRS one and all those other guys, they wasn't they're not aging like he is. You get what I'm saying? And the seat whole age like wine, and that's amazing. He in shape 24-7. For him to be in shape 24, that lets you know he's always sharpening his pen. So he's always writing something. And he always has something to talk about. Because he said we won't get another album unless he has something to talk about. And I mean... He's something to talk about now, see? I mean, Hope always got something to talk about. He ain't never retired. Think about it. How many times did Hope retire his career? Hope could drop an album at 60 and I'd still listen to it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's crazy because I mean everybody will. I mean, you think about all the, you think of how many classic albums he potentially has. It's it's more than five in my opinion. 
It's more than five. You, say and you can't say that for most people. You know how all his albums in order? All his albums in order or what? Like from like chronological order. Like the first to like the latest? Yeah. Let's see, you got reason <laughs> volume one, two, three. Then should I throw that one in there? No, I ain't gonna put that one in there. Then you got was it blue? Then you got I'm mean, I ain't gonna do that on the Kelly machine. I ain't doing that. I don't, I don't really mess with those too much. Got black, then you got blue too. And then I wanna say blue too. Blue too, blue too, blue too. You forgot some. It's okay, keep going. Yeah, I'm trying to remember is reasonable doubt in my lifetime. Hey, volume one. The heart, not heart. The heart. What is it? Uh, heart, not life. I mean, volume two. Yeah. And then three is the life and the, the the what's it is the uh the life of Sean. What is it? The life and times of Sean Carter. Yeah, three. I think I'm gonna say blueprint. I'm gonna say I want to say is it is it the dyn is it the dynasty after that. Is it the dynasty after that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that's a whole album yeah, for sure. Then blue then it's the then it's blueprint two. Black album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After the black album, I think it's blueprint two. Then I think it's American. And then it's blueprint three. And then it's Kingdom Come. And then, you know. What was it? Hold on, let me see. I could, damn, bro. I could remember. I just gotta look at it. And I could memorize it, but but think about all those albums we named. Okay, so Kingdom Come come after the Black album. I'm finna buy this shit. The evil. <laughs> Give the Dynasty Blueprint, Blueprint Two. Black, Kingdom Come, AG, and then Blueprint 3, and then Washington, and then Magna Carta, and 444. Jesus Christ. You talk about lineup, yes. And people don't, but he's fucking freestyling on a lot of them songs, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. From the hand that don't write. Good plan. They say he freestyled that shit. Cam said he wrote that shit in like five minutes, bro. Well, not wrote it, but he just, you know how he do. He... Yeah. And Cameron ain't mess with Hove like that. That's the crazy part. How is it that the people that, that had disagreement with Jay all the back, hey, man, that, that nice. Like, he... Yeah, I thought he said, he said they cool. And I, I think it. I oh, think, yeah, it is cool. I think it was because he took him off that. What, what verse? I mean, what song was that? He took him off the. Uh, he took Cameron. He scratched Cameron verse off of. Uh, was it a PD? Was it a PD crack song or something like that? Or he took he took Cam's verse off of, off a of PD crack song, and and uh PD crack when he ended up telling um Cameron that junk, and then um I think it was when Cameron was about to put out Old Boy, Jay had went into the studio or whatever and did a verse for Old Boy. But Cameron told him to erase that. Go and get that out of here. <laughs> Jesus. 
Christ, that's crazy. I don't know what she was on that. That would have been crazy. And and I don't know if you've seen the B side, like you know, whole did that B side joke. He brought Cameron on him, boy. Like he brought he um brought Beanie and Freeway out on his first B side. Like it's a right. Oh, I seen that. I seen that. Like man, it's this man is fifty years old. And you look at all he's done since he he been rapping since he was like you know put his debut out twenty eight you know something like that. He was rapping a little before that too, you know, with Murder Inc. and them boys. But I don't know how people really put somebody over Jay Z. Like, I mean, that's my opinion. Though, but I can't, I can't do it. Me personally. And you think about his lineup, even his not so great album, People's Opinion. They still. How you drop volume one, two, and three back, like back to back? The Dynasty, Blueprint, Blueprint two, then you Black Album. I'm gonna retire. You come back, Kingdom Come, American Gangster. American Gangster has aged like wine. Blueprint three, Watch the Throne. Then you do Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and that album that that got some guns from that. Then you drop four, four, four. 13 I'm, tracks. I'm excited for this next one. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh my god. If if this next album's anything like I think this this gonna go crazy. I get get like two, maybe like one or two features. I just I don't want too many features on the whole album. He didn't even really have he didn't have too many. Well yeah, like with like one, one or two. Well with, what? Well he had uh Beyonce on the hook. He had Beyonce. Family Feud and he had uh Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. He had Damien. Right. And he had James, he had James Blake on um the other, the other tracks. I mean that's that's not too many features. I'm not counting the mama. You know what I don't understand? Why the fuck were those beats made for J. Cole though? I don't I don't really understand that. Like listening to four for four now, that I, that wouldn't have fit Jake. I don't I don't see what J. Cole would have did with that. There would beats. They, they they said the beats were originally made. Who who did that out? Was it No ID? Mm-hmm. No ID. And they said that was originally for J. Cole. And J. Cole was like, get that to J. Well, get him, get him beats to J. But I don't I don't see what J. Cole would have would have did with that. That's not his sound. Not the only track. I mean, Adonis, that probably be the only track that would have sounded somewhat to what he was doing on KOD, but other than that, no. Cause it had a sound to it, but these other, I don't think y'all got, I don't even think y'all got those other tracks on y'all do y'all. Spotify, y'all don't got these other three tracks there. It's a, it's more, (laughs) it's more, and I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's three more tracks. Oh my God. Are they good? Yeah, of course. And then he got, Oh, that's another feature. He got blue on it too. I would transfer my shit if you could like put your like if you could like transfer your songs over and like have them read down. Oh, your playlist? Yeah. You can transfer your playlist. You could you could transfer your playlist to uh to another um what's it called? To an yeah. How nigga? We we say that for after the show. But yeah, he got three more tracks on. He got track just the track talking about his pops. He smoked that. 
And then blue. Oh, that's gonna be free, guys. Wait, I don't want to hear. 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 No ID was in his bag when he produced his album. Right. I know people saying you can't say it's a classic. Man, this is a classic. This is this is a beautiful album. No disrespect to none of these other rappers, but I mean, ain't, no, ain't nobody goes really putting out my album like this. It's a, grown, it's, a, it's a grown man album. It's like an overlook, like everything done and shit, like all the dust unsettled. It's like, you know. I mean, we fresh out of high school when this dropped. We're like, oh my God. No, 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 no. We were, no, we weren't fresh. We was in high school when this dropped. Cause I remember this, remember? Remember, cause I was trying to, I was, this member, uh, Remember, I kept having to like, uh, like listen, like bootlegging it and shit because it wasn't on his music wasn't on Spotify yet. Remember, you can you was like, did you hear that 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 uh, what's it called shit? And I was like, nah, he put it, it ain't on Spotify. <laughs> so it dropped, it dropped 2017. You remember that? It yeah, dropped, it dropped June 30th. Right, so right before we got out of high school, right. No, we graduate June 6th. Like, we walk across state June 6th. Hell nah. Nah, <laughs> bro. Nah, ain't no way. We had to be in high school when that dropped, bro. No, no. Remember, we was, like, we was still, like, we still all hanging out and all that. Remember, but it dropped before that, I'm telling you. It June 30th. Yeah, but because on whole birthday or when he dropped it, he took all his music off of, off of, off, like everything. Remember that? Dude? I remember you talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that. That was struggling, boy. I said, I'm getting oh, title, man. God. That was crazy. I hated that. That you ain't know three songs, though? I had to, I had to transmit it after the show. It, after okay, the- we're going to talk about mine. Yeah, but he got the track called Adness. That's, that's, his, that's the song about his pops, man. That's, then he got a song with Blue. He said she. He said he went to do something. He came back. She was sitting there. She brought a hook in it. Like you probably seen the Rap Radar podcast. You know, like how he was talking about it. And then he ended. This kind of feels like we both like crackheads. You got the last eight ball, and you don't want to share. Oh, I mean, I mean, hey, we're not sponsored by Tyler, but Tyler's a people channel. You know, I already. Yeah, I, I definitely need to. A rock with title because they definitely dropping gems or whatever. No, we also got movies too. Yeah, Elliot with them with those playlists, he going crazy. Oh yeah, I mean that's another reason, man. But damn, yeah, man. But Hove, I mean, if Hove get if Hove on a track with Benny or Conway, I'm here for it. I don't know when we gonna get that, but I'm here for it, man. I ain't even. Oh my god, I wouldn't mind hearing that. An album from home every four years. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be a sad day when he officially don't, you know. But I ain't even think about that. Yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Like, and it's amazing how the rappers from back then, like you know, I see how the '90s they got, you know, they got a bunch of work to for them to judge. Not saying that J Cole and Crit and K they don't have a, you know, they're not solidified legends, but. I need someone working those guys. I mean, you think about Hovind and they was putting out every other two years, and it was it was classic material. They, they I get I get what people be saying, like you know, you got to give people time to like you know, 
make music live, but but it kind of makes me wonder how. But huh? people, people don't understand this dude done lives. He done lived multiple lives before he was like fifteen or sixteen, bro. So it, it don't stop with him. I just think about it, Biggie. Piggy died at 24. He gave us ready to die in life after death. Oh my God. How do you? I could I can't even I can't even I can't rap. I don't know how to rap, right skin. I don't know how to do nothing. But it's amazing to see how people at this young age like Nas Illmatic, like, like come on, man. Right? I think I think a lot of times it had to do with how they like where they grew up at, like like New York sure. in his prime, like. You know what I'm saying they, they grew up like right in that time of like the, the crack era, bro. Like, so they seeing different stuff. Like they seeing, um, you know, what I'm saying kids they age pulling up and like you know BMWs and all that. Like with BBS rims. That's all. Every com every conversation I hear with these old rappers is BBS rims, which is kind of like the gold. You know what I'm saying? The gold interior rim and all that. But yeah, that's. It's, it's, it's really amazing to see how the Kendrick Cole number Crit. First of all, Crit put out one of the only, and too many rappers that make a good double album. Crit came up and dropped forever. Like that album, like right. I was in the military and I got out and I heard that. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he loaded, bro. He'll never, he'll never get his respect, but you know, simply because it turns me in. I don't think he will either. And that's the same. Because I, I think the only reason why people visited his um his last albums is Cole was on. I think it's more so. And Cole ate like, him up too. Hmm? Say Cole ate him up. Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, my God. And Crit was spit with Cole. Just... Yeah, Cole, <laughs> yeah, Cole, was, Cole was on X Games. I would have told him to scratch that. He can't do that, bro. I, th I think he'd let Cole have that one because you, you see me, I'm, I'm going back in the pool. I'm not he ain't doing that. But I'm glad Crit don't, you know, he don't try to look for that. You know that he don't want all the. I'm glad he don't, you know, go out his way of sacrificing nothing really. Because this last album, I, I I gave it a couple of listens. I mean, it, it was cool. It wasn't forever. I mean, it's hard to stay at that level because whatever my like the first side, the first half and the second half is amazing. Like that's a no skill. That's a classic. And then he gave us what is that name? Now I'm Chris here. That's a, it's a it's a solid project, but right. I'm hoping we get some more, some more from him. But I know Cole can give us some some stuff too. I, don't, I want I want to hear Cole on some different production. I don't want him to produce. It. I want him on some different stuff too. Because when you think about all those features, he be he get on those beats and kill. I'm not saying he ain't gonna kill his own beats, but I want to hear him on something else. That, Take him to another level. Right. And then I know Kendrick, he gonna come with something different. So I'm ready to hear what he got. Yeah, but Man. Yeah, but anything else? Anything else you had? Not 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 too much. I just man, I'm I'm just extremely happy, brother. Like be able to do this with my brother, man. This is man, this is crazy. This is this is so much fun doing this, bro. And I can't, I can't wait till we get like to the pinnacle of, of this shit. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. And this is this is 
like like I say like the conversation we had last night about you know executive producing and everything it was like and we talked about like a good like just a good hour just like going back and forth over like like two or three artists bro <laughs> but, yeah man that's I mean, that'd be like sit there, really think about it. Like being an executive, matter of fact, just being a manager for an artist, you know, just meeting all the people that you looked up to, helping that person fulfill their dreams, you know, like, like, say you were a rapper, you know, <laughs> and you gotta relax. But no, you know, basically, what we say, you know, being a manager, something like you really, you sitting in the room with the people that you admire and they help shape you as a person. Right. Like, think about it. Music is very spiritual. And the music you listen to kind of shapes you in a way. Like, you think about the nerds and all that. Like, the music they listen to is much different. And we listen to this New York, Southern, all that. Like, that music really shapes your papers, like, view things. Anyway, like, the South is the soul, like, when it comes to music. Like, you look at Outkast, Jeezy, Boosie. Like, you know, everybody from the South is... And you all going through the same things now. Like, you racist folk, you crack it all. Like, think about it. Andre was like, y'all telling me to vote, but ain't nobody running but cracking. You know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It really, music really does shape. And I think that's why I gravitate towards music so much because it's very spiritual. And the music I listen to, it really helps me view things in a different light. It helps me view it from different angles, no matter which artist is singing. Cause not everybody had that same view on anything, you know. Whether it comes to life, women, politics, whatever. I mean, really, I don't need politics. I don't even care about that. But, you know, that's part of it. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that southern hip hop is kind of like the is kind of like a product of East and West? Like you got East the lyricism, you know what I'm saying, the boom bat rap or whatever. You got like the West Coast. You dancing, you know what I'm saying? It's a vibe, you know what I'm saying? And now you you put that together with, you know, the Southern, now you got Outkast, you got Killer Mike, you got all them dudes, and it's just like, I don't know, like, we take Jeezy or whatever. That's why Jay-Z rock with Jeezy so much, real street dude, telling the truth or whatever, but Jeezy could also have the joints that make you, you know what I'm saying, get you right while you in the car or whatever. So it's just, I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. Music, I don't know. So you saying basically like if the East and West made a baby, that's what you're saying? Yeah, to me, that's that's how I look at it. Like, well, shit, ever since they had this baby, the South been running the game since then. Right. You really think about it. Because once the South started to take up, you got Outkast, and then once Outkast started to you know, kind of simmer down, you had Rick Ross, T.I.G., you had- mm, underrated, the- underrated lyricists. You had all them boys pick up the torch and just run with it. And then after Rick Ross and then you had Rick Ross ain't never really died out, but then you had the young thugs, the Migos, you had all those cats who started coming up out of you no, know, you know, and it still happened to the day. Then now the young thugs starting to, you know, it's the little baby night. So right. it's the trip that you, you're gonna see all these guys come from up under their mentors and really start to carry, but the South really running the game right now. You really look at that's that's my opinion. I stand on that too. Most of them. Cause who from the West Coast really pop right now? Nobody. Kendrick Kendrick quad right now. So I mean, the East Coast don't nobody really pop. Me. 
I mean, you got some. You mean you got some people from New York? I mean, they on the radio. But they doing, they doing, they doing. They see the East is doing something different now. They doing that. That uh, they doing like a UK like them beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doom, 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 tight. Like you know what I mean? Like they doing them, and it's like yeah. I'm not. I'm not too keen on that. I ain't gonna lie. That's why I'm rocking with the South heavy. You know, I don't listen to like. I'm with a big thug. Fan. I mean, I like. I got some thug verses that I like, but I'm not really a thug fan. But he. From an artistic standpoint, he's pretty good. And Lil Baby, I'm not a big Lil Baby fan, but he got some songs I like, too. When you think about it, them guys don't really guys popping. Gunner, all them, those guys, those guys you really don't hear about, if you think about it. It's all the South. So ever since, the, let's let's say the East and West did make the baby, the baby then took the throne and it ain't left since. The East ain't take it back. I mean, the West ain't take it back. So it's kind of I mean, I just be a flex, though. I mean, we right. run this stuff. I mean, ain't nothing they can do about it. They didn't look at the legends that we have. You got the Goody Mob, fam. You got the Dungeon Black Outkick, T.I. You got Trick, Rick Ross. You got so many legends that came from the South that just. Then you got the Ghetto Boys, Scarface, UGK. Like, just that lineup itself says a lot. And. They kind of like you. Hmm? You know, there's people from Aiken, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, he said that shit. I, and somebody had told me that he was like, his people from down here. I was kind of iffy on it. But then he said that junk in an interview on Instagram Live. Yeah, he was like, that's Aiken, South Carolina. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I was, like, was going to record it and post it. I was like, no, I ain't going to do that. He was like, that's the Aiken, South Carolina. Fan. I was like, huh? Did he say that? I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was crazy. So it made me look at him. I'm like, hey, he got some folk. I'm like, that's amazing. I forgot. I forgot what the quote was. He was like, if it uh, he's like, if you got a question, if it rattled like a snake, if it slid like a snake, is it a snake or you just need to get bit? I was like, oh, that's that. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's South Carolina right there. Man, so terrible. I mean. You know. No, nah, go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know I already know what you're about to say. What I'm gonna say. All this shit originated from the South, right? <laughs> hey, I mean, hey. I mean it did. So that brother people, so his people from down here, right. they went up there and he, you know, he blew up up there. But I mean shout out to us. I mean Word. he had he had a good run too. I ain't had a great run. He most definitely did, bro. I listen. I was watching that video when uh, Earth Guy was still at Def Jam, and he, you know, um, that's when Ja and Fifty A Beef was like really like at the pinnacle, like, mm-hmm. and it was, like, they turned on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Just they listening to the music in Def Jam, and then uh, they said the dude said, you know, this is new Fifty Cent, and uh, he was like, uh, Yo, Ja, we need to listen to this to see what this dude got because they know. They know that they was blackballing 50 from different labels and everything. Irv was going around saying, if y'all mess with 50 Cent, we can't, we not doing business with y'all. And people was like, okay, cool. And then he ended up falling the lap paws of, you know, Dre and Eminem or whatever. And then uh, he said he was listening to the radio or whatever. And they said, is that new 50 Cent? And, and Irv said, yeah, all he heard was that, doom, doom. 
Oh my God, Dre. He said, Oh my God, Dre. Find me. But he said he was listening to the beat. He was like, uh, now let's see what he put on. You find me in the club with the bottle from the boy. He said, Oh my God. Oh my God. But you know, but you know what kind of you know what kind of like like artists, like what man it take to like to give somebody their kudos, bro. Like and you hate their guts, like you know what I mean? So that joke. She was crazy. Hey, that's nothing. That's the only artist Eminem handled well. Like all the artists that signed Eminem, that was the only one that was handled the right way. Cause think about the impact of the album, man. Yeah, that brother had a video game. I, I, we went to GameStop and bought the game. That was a, the, the classic, game was a, huh? The classic video game. I used to love playing it. Yeah, like what? Got a game. What other rappers had a game besides Def Jam? He had his own game though. It wasn't like that Def Jam and like he had his own game. I played. Man, I used to sneak and play that. Though. I had to cut the body down, but still, like, the yeah. impact Fifty had was crazy. Yeah, man. yeah he got it for real, for real. Man, he, man, that brother gave us two two albums with him. Hey, 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 you know, hey, hey, I know what you want to say next. I know. Go ahead. I said, he can give us too much more, but we good with the, we good with what we got. Oh, yeah, I'm good with just, I'm good with just those two solid albums. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Then I, I count somebody's work on G on this. So G on it, I mean, that's cool. But right. it's amazing how music, how music does, though. I like it's just it's the stories with the music. Like hearing Irv say that, bro. Like this is when Ja like really going crazy, and then he and then you know what I'm saying to be sitting there, you at your desk, y'all having a conversation, y'all laughing, and then to hear your your enemy, you know what I'm saying, go crazy like, you like, oh my god, it's Dre. Like they they can tell from the patterns and the beat. They like, oh that's that's Dre's. They, you know what I mean? Oh my god. First of all, Dre is a perfectionist. And right. the fact that 50 Cent was able to write hooks and songs, just their combo was insane. Eminem, Dre, and them boys produced the hell out of that. That album, I don't skip not Nan's song on that album. Not Nan's song. Life on the line is crazy. Hmm? I said, Life on the line is crazy. Right. <laughs> Man. It was crazy on that. And then he started off the album with What Up Gangster? What up? Yeah. I walk around like I got an S on my chest. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but like you said, the stories that go along with all these songs. And I think that's I think that's why I mess with Drink Champ so much because Norby asked all the questions. You know, he, he was in that life. He was there for a lot of that stuff too. Yeah, and it's like, damn. And then I was listening to him tell his story about how he, how him and um, old boy made that classic album. Seeing it, you know, like, like, oh, that's that's what make me love these songs. It's like, oh, I didn't know he did that. Yeah, yeah. Jay wrote this verse in his head. I I played the beat for him like two minutes. He had the whole what? I think it's just the narrative of of this stuff is just crazy. 
it just adds fuel to the file right. for me pushing my certain agenda. I ain't gonna lie. It do. Right. He's like, yeah, he missed the recording session, but thank God he did because this person was able to step in and get on this song. And it's it's just amazing. Right. That's why that's why I mess with Drink Champs with Harry Good. Damn. Like, then I, hmm? I was gonna say just to hear that story about like you know Lior going crazy after hearing X or whatever, and then and then like to hear like Irv Gotti's like portrayal of like uh Dame in the car. He was like, "Y'all like that?" He, <laughs> he like y'all like that shit. <laughs> like he was like going crazy, bro. That's what make because Dame like that. That's what make that judgment. Exactly like Dame, bro. He's like, y'all niggas like that? that? That ain't gonna sell. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Man. And the eggs dropped two albums in the same. Each. Damn. Man, X gave us some joints, man. RP X, man. That's yeah, but that's that's the culture, though. You see, like that's the culture right there. You know, like right. being like there was some stories. I want to be a part. You know, like, hey man, you know, kick the, we kick old Blotch Studio. You know, want to make. But imagine, imagine hating somebody. And they like you sit here in the club. Like what? He was like, man, like it's nothing you can do about that. Like, yeah, this like, but then he got a hook and he got a. Like, he, he talking, man. Right? He was like, he was like, it was like he was waiting for it to fail. He was like, okay, this beat is crazy, but let's see what he do with this hook. And then he heard the hook, man, was in the club. I was like, oh my God. That's that's type stuff I love, bro. Man, not, now, like, every birthday, you hear that song, Go Shawty. It's yeah. Like, like, now. You can't, you can't get away from it. You can't. That's going to be here long after we go. Go Shawty, it's your birthday. Like, come on, man. Like. That was, I remember the first time I like actually really listened to that song. It was on the radio, and then I walked in the house. This back when BET was popping, you know, I, right. I could on BET. You seen, seen the music be that brother in there working out, like they go running time. Like, like, oh my God. Yeah, that whole that, idea of it was crazy. Like, I was like, what? They in there treating this man like a machine. He in there working. What's going on? Um, <laughs> this, that just shows how old you think about it. That was like, when did 50 drop there? I was like, oh, 03, 04? Yeah, I think what? Oh, probably oh. Yeah, it's oh, 03. Think about that. We really some kids. We turned on BET. Like, oh, look at Because BET was really like, they was putting us on like all the music, but like, you really seen all that stuff. Like, I think BET is the first time I seen that, that um, Jermaine Dupree whole song. Um, and it dropped out, so it made money or anything. I think the first, right. the first time right. I seen that music, man. BT somebody black need to buy BT. I'm sorry, that ain't happening expedition, but that's a conversation for another day as well. So, I miss those days. Being able to turn on BT and I see all the music videos, R and B I think I think it'd be no point because people ain't watching no TV no more, man. It's... Yeah, I mean you're right. It ain't not because everybody gets all the streaming apps and all that. I mean, but I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. I mean, I... So what? I said I'm I'm doing YouTube a lot, like you know what I mean. Yeah, now that I found a way to stream the, uh, the NBA games, I'm just gonna be cutting on the TV like that. I got I use Hulu to watch some shows, but I don't really. Well, I, I say we need to find some black creators need to come up with an app or something, you know, just for more so. 
Let's see what Dame Dash do. His app is five. Cause you can't buy you can't buy his merch and none of that stuff without having his app. So that his app five though. And then he got his show and he got other people doing stuff on there. So he he's steady working. You know, I think they doing an audio book for his son too. That that shit is kind of fire. So mm-hmm. yeah, like they be they be in like I was watching his um IG. They was doing like an audio something for his son. He was like one, like they was really counting. Like it's some learning stuff they doing for him. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. And then he got a show for people with diabetes, you know, because he's diabetic. It's a dope show, man. You got anything else? Dang. Oh, I mean, I don't even know, but like. We talked about a lot of stuff. I ain't gonna lie. We went all the way from <laughs> from the verdict up into 50 Cent, man. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh my god. I really don't have too much else to add, bro. Just just appreciate everybody supporting, man. We definitely uh definitely thankful for that, bro. And um we definitely got more in the works. Um sure. make sure y'all hit us up for any, you know, you know, business inquiries or whatever. Anybody wanna work collab, uh just hit us up. Email don't sleep on you at gmail.com. Instagram, uh, don't sleep on you, D O N T S L E E P O N dot U on Instagram. Man, what's what's the Twitter joint, bro? Uh, don't sleep on you three. That's all together. And I think that's what wow you. I think that's what Let me check. Let me, let me double check. Yeah, that's don't sleep on you. Like Y O U and then three. Right. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all I got, bro. It's in a peace, love, and positivity at all, man. Y'all stay safe out there with the Rona going around. See where you mask, wash your hands. We shouldn't have to say that, but you know, teach his own. Yeah, and fuck the police. Oh, yes. Disrespectful. Pause. Peace. All right, till next episode. See y'all later. Peace.